Yeah. So. No. Oh. You don't start them. Sorry. How this works is I start them and then you end them. Yes. You do the bye. Bye. Okay. And I do the... Well, I'm thrown off now. Uh, anyway. Welcome to their mass vergers. Uh, how is everyone that's listening to this? See, it's a weird thing when I hear people say that. Because uh, they can't reply. I guess, yeah. I suppose it's kind of like, you know, in um, YouTube videos where they say, like, comment what you're eating for dinner tonight. That sort of thing. Um, no, because then you can comment. But you know, like when you hear... Uh, you can write to us. People on the radio saying, how's everybody doing? Like, they're not going to hear a reply. True. But you can write to us, and there is a group that, if you join... Yes, yeah. Um, for anybody that's sent a message to the Facebook page uh, that we haven't replied to, um, we have had a busy few days, but I'm not ignoring it. Uh, there's been a couple of questions that have gone up there that I haven't replied to. Um, and yeah, there is a group on the Facebook page, as you were saying, Scarlett. You know more about this than I do. Oh, well, I made a group, <laughs> basically. Someone suggested to make a group on the Them Asperger's Facebook page. So it's it's like a community chat thing. So anybody that's on there that wants to talk about anything with other people that are on the spectrum, um, I think there's just me, you, and one other person in there now. But like, if anybody wants to join that group, it is on the page. Uh, and then once you get in there, like if you want to talk about stuff, talk to other people about this kind of thing or what we've talked about or mention things you want to talk about, uh, me and Scarlett can see that stuff. So we'll talk to you as well. Um, we will get back to the messages, though. Um, like yeah. you say, we've just we've had a busy weekend. We've been doing stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a bit crazy but it's calmed down again now so i will try and want to get a chance today uh after work maybe or tomorrow i will reply to some messages somebody's asked me about um anger uh and how we deal with because obviously we did a podcast on just emotions but i know that our podcasts are quite broad uh and they cover quite a bit in an hour like we don't go into a lot of detail um and someone specifically wanted to know about how we deal with anger and i mentioned that I'm at the two of us. I get the anger meltdowns, and I'm. I think I'm more. I get more angry than you do. Um, yeah. So I told this person that you're not really an angry person. No. Whereas I can be. Um, not so much anymore because I'm better at dealing with it. But yeah, I used to be uh, with a lot of stuff, uh, and I do still. I guess fly off the handle a little bit about things where people tell me that I shouldn't do stuff or say stuff, and uh, I don't logically see why I shouldn't, so I do. Um, but. I will message that person about it because... Uh, yeah, well, what we do with the messages as well, like when we get messages, we usually, we both read them and then we kind of work out who's going to reply based on who it seems to be written to more or who relates to it more. So like you say, you are probably more of an angry person than I am. Yeah. Um, Like, yeah, I don't really... I, I get angry, but just not very often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've I've never seen you really get like ragey. No. Yeah. Um. No, it's not. Not really my thing. Sometimes, like, like say it happens, but yeah, like it is very, very rare that you'll see me get angry. We'll do an episode on it though. It'll be uh Oh, what? Just an anger? Yeah, I think we should, because because a lot of the things, the topics we've discussed already we've already said like there's so much more to say and we could go into more detail on that but we're doing like a broad topic there are a lot of sort of episode things that have come up in episodes that i'd like to revisit and just do a whole episode 
based on because I imagine there's like so much to say about it. But we've we have done broad like. Yeah, but I mean we're starting out, so like yeah. we're only like on episode. I think we're on like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think we're just probably gonna do broad stuff and then move into the the detailed stuff after and so many like different episode ideas have come to me from based on things that people have written into us saying and just things that i've been thinking about that are kind of uh episodes that i definitely wouldn't have thought of doing at the start but things that i'd I'd like to visit and a lot of them are stuff that we don't know anything about but i think it could be quite interesting just to talk about and see like what comes up from it but yeah. yeah Um, well, today, today, today I wanted to talk about, well, I don't actually know, um, I don't actually know what to call it or what it would be. Right. I don't want to say selfishness, but I want to go with just how people on the spectrum are like only like, and it's not like only think about themselves, but you know, there's that like self it's kind of linked to the empathy sympathy thing. Yeah. So like how we're not able to feel what others are feeling when we're around them, um, that kind of thing, which is debatable. Um, I know that's like the general, the general feeling yeah. is that that's how it works, and that's how most people say. I've read loads of studies that say people on the spectrum actually are the complete opposite and feel everything everybody's feeling all the time, um, which is true to some extent. Like if somebody's in a bad mood or is upset like I do pick up on it um you do I do notice it more than everyone else but I don't notice it in any more than everybody else in the sense of when someone's upset or you know is having some problems uh or is you know like moody or aggressive or yeah. crying like it's not like I notice they're crying and that makes me upset I think my issue with it is that for me everybody has like a set way that they do everything yeah um or they have a set way they behave on normal and for me everything has to be the same every day so everybody has to be in the same mood every day i can't deal with people that have changed like that are upset one day or even the reverse people that are like super happy um like i need everyone to be the same all the time i'm the same all the time they need to be the same all the time and when they're not i i do pick up on it but i don't pick up with it in the sense of like oh what's up are you okay or like that kind of thing I pick up on it in a sort of like why are you being differently this is disruptive um go back to normal it's sort of irritating yeah yeah yeah. um so I want to talk about like that and also there's with a lot of situations I think you mentioned um possibly last week that you said that you um can't picture stuff if you haven't done it yourself or experienced it yourself yeah so when someone says something that they're experiencing or feeling, if it's nothing you've been through yourself, you can't put yourself in their shoes and you can't, yeah. you can't. So it's just that it's that people on the spectrum can only like, well, same reason we can't do hypotheticals and that kind of thing is we can only think about ourselves and we're only really like aware of what's going on with us and are almost like oblivious to what goes on with everybody else. Um, and like, I think a lot of stuff that we do is for ourselves in a sense so we don't like doing things for others too much you know Mm. like we do do stuff for other people but not like to the same level that other people would do stuff for other people you know like we're quite self-contained we don't really like to yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah, is that too vague 
No, it makes sense to me. I think it doesn't matter if it's vague now because as we go into it, it will... Yeah, I think that's a, it's an interesting topic. Yeah, and it's just... Because um, obviously a lot of people... Like, I do I do think, like, is it a case of that we, especially like me or you, don't care about other people really? Or is it is it just an Asperger thing? Because obviously some people are just selfish and, like don't care about everybody anybody else and just do the things that they want to do and that kind of like people some people are just like that NT people are just like that yeah. but I don't know with Asperger's if we're like that out of choice or if that's just how we are um like we don't like to do things that are not what we want to do uh, yeah. you know and we find it hard and I don't know if that's because we have like made a routine for the day or made a schedule for the day that's our schedule our routine yeah um and then we can't differentiate or like move away from that it has to be that uh and you go about your way to make it happen um like i know that i have not manipulated but convinced people to do things that they might not have wanted to do just because it's better for me if they do it yeah um but i was trying to decide whether or not that's that's an autistic trait or if it's just something that's common to, like, it's just something I'm doing out of, you know, yeah. choice. Um, yeah, so it was more like that. Like, how do you actually, so say, do you do you think you can actually, like, empathise, sympathise towards other people? Like, do you think you can tell when you've been around someone that's upset? Do you think you pick up on it? And does it make you feel like anything? Well... I think, like I said last episode, I always think I know what other people are thinking. Yeah. I don't know if I'm right, but I know that I'm really observant. Like, I know... Well, I'm not. I am with people. I'm really observant as to how people are being a lot of the time. If I know them or if I've got a rough idea. So, like, at work, I always know what everyone's doing. Yeah. And I go out of my way to always know what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your job that's your job that is my yeah that is my job you're right but I tend to pick up on things that I think other people haven't so uh, for instance I know what time everyone's closing I knew a few weeks ago that it got to the time that someone was meant to leave and I could see that they were serving still and in my head I could I knew that they'd be getting annoyed about it and I was watching the time go by and I was sensing that they'd be annoyed and after they'd done serving this person, they were really visibly upset by the fact that they'd been there longer. But no one else had noticed, and I knew that I was the only one that picked up on it. And I knew that everyone else was like, why are they annoyed? But before I even asked them, I knew exactly what it was. But I was aware of this as soon as the time had gone for them to go. And like, there's things where... um so I guess I pick up on things like that. Like I know if someone's going to be annoyed, but I only know based on my own feelings towards something. So if I know that I find something funny, I will expect everyone else to find that thing funny. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, and all of a sudden they're upset by it or really sensitive about it, that's confusing to me. And I find it really irritating that people can't see it from my point of view. So I suppose in that way it does come across as selfish because yeah, or if I think something's upsetting or wrong, if I say it to someone else and they don't think that it's wrong, I do feel a bit like, why don't you think it's wrong? This is definitely wrong. I'm right. This is wrong. Um, so, 
I don't know about empathizing and sympathizing. I think I think I empathize but only with how I would feel. Yeah. So if I would feel upset by something and it happens to someone else, I get that and I'll understand it and I'll think this sucks. And I think people can think that I'm kind sometimes because I do things to help with that if I would be upset by it. However, if it's something that I wouldn't care about and they're upset by it, I have none of that. I don't feel sorry for them. I won't say, I won't try and help them out because I wouldn't care. Yeah. So it's that sort of, I think that's how I go about it. Like sometimes if if it's in line with what I would feel, then I can be really nice about it. But if it's not, then I just don't understand. Yeah, I mean, do you think you ever think about others? So what, like, what makes you want to... So say it is something somebody's upset about and it's something that they understand. Well, so it's something that you've also experienced so you understand it. Yeah. Do you help them because it's like, you know, you feel like out of the goodness of your heart, you help them? Or are you helping them for, like, a different reason? Like, what's your motivation behind it? Because obviously, like... I've read loads of studies that say that we're people on the spectrum like don't have empathy, sympathy, like kind of thing. We don't pick up on other people's issues. But then I've read loads of stuff that says that we do and we're the exact opposite and we do it too much. Yeah. Um, But like I've always felt like when I've ever helped anybody or tried to cheer someone up or, you know, tried to make someone feel better, I'm aware of the fact that I'm only doing it because I need to restore like the balance to the day yeah i'm doing it because otherwise it's it's hugely disruptive and it's um it's yeah it just it throws everything else off if they're you know being this way you know like other people notice other people asking questions other people are doing stuff and it it draws attention to something that i don't want it to so like i tend to try and shut it down but like when you've done it is it just like because you you know what they're going through and you can like sympathize or do you think there's like another motivation for you doing it i don't know i think that i i definitely think there's times where i've done it because it's a benefit to myself yeah um although i think i do things when they're not a benefit to myself um to help someone else out but i think i only do it when it's also not gonna put me like out of my way or be disrupt dis, disruptive to myself if that makes sense so i don't often do things for other people if it would mean that i have to sacrifice uh, something for it so if it has no impact on me whatsoever it will help them out i'll do it yeah um but yeah it's a it's a i don't i don't know it's quite a difficult sort of thing to talk about isn't it it's hard to tell well I'm trying to think of examples, but because I don't have um, a huge group of friends and because I'm not a massively sociable person, it's hard to think of times where I can really put it into practice or understand when I've done this. That in itself, like, why do you keep yourself to yourself? Why don't you want to be around the NT people? I don't know. Like, what makes you want to not have friends or that kind of thing? Um, like, why are we so, like, self-contained, in a sense? Like, um, I mean, I know that, like, I spend a lot of time on my own. Yeah. Uh, I live by myself. I do a lot of things by myself. When I finish work and people want to go do something, I make all the excuses to not do it. And there's loads of reasons why. 
obviously if they're going somewhere loud or busy like you know there's the sensory thing um we're not really big on socializing in general like no. it's not something we it's not something we want to do or something we choose to do it just like i said like when you're on the spectrum but obviously everybody that on the spectrum lives in a nt world i suppose you don't really have a choice you yeah. have to do it at some point like i don't think there's anybody on the spectrum that can avoid socializing to some extent like the world is um aimed at us having to socialize with other yeah. other people um like we've tried like we've we've both been looking for like work uh, and it seems like all jobs require you to socialize in to some way yeah. i've never understood why and maybe we could do a do a, an episode on uh, socializing and why we don't want to yeah um but i feel like it's related like why do you why do you close yourself off from other people um like for me i think it is selfish reasons i well not selfish reasons but i like to do my own thing yeah. a lot you know some people like to go out with people and there's like i've i've got neurotypical friends that want to you know get lonely or you know we'll just text someone what are you doing tonight do you want yeah. to do something i'd never do that i'd no. never text someone and go hey what are you up to do you want to hang out um i just wouldn't um every time i get home from work or get in or my days off the only things i want to do are me things and i want to yeah. do stuff that i want to do i don't want to do anything that anybody else would want to do um because i find it like a massive drain um but i've never understood why it's just one of those things that i have just thought yeah yeah i um i just don't want to be around people i just don't want to do this kind of stuff but is it because i'm only interested in what's like for me or what's related to me or is there other things i've just taken it as that's asperger's that's how this is and that's how i always am but i've never taken time to think about why i don't really want to be around people unless i have to um and why equally when i am around people i care a little about like, I suppose when they get upset, what they're upset about. Um, most of the time, I'm not interested in what they're upset about. I'm more interested in the fact that they're upset and how they get make it go away. But like, I don't know if I've ever actually taken the time to be invested in why someone's upset. And if it's something that I don't understand, so someone explains to me why they're upset. And yeah. I feel like it's something that I would 100% not be upset by it makes me look at them differently. It makes me start thinking like, um, this is this is weird. Why are you upset about this? This yeah. doesn't seem like something that I would be upset about. So why are you upset about it? Which I guess is the, that's empathy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sympathy's when you, oh God, do you know what? Like so, empathy and sympathy, like for me. So my theory is sympathy, sympathy's the, we've both been through it, so I understand. And empathy's the, I don't, I haven't been to the same thing for you, but, I understand why you're upset. No? Okay. I mean, this is like how like disconnected from the two I, mean, I am. You're close. That It's kind of the opposite way around. Sympathy is feeling sorry for someone. Yeah. Empathy is being able to put yourself in their shoes and feel what they're feeling. So... I think. Uh, someone's probably going to write in now saying that I've got that completely wrong. If that's yeah. the case, then I can understand that people on the spectrum can sympathise. Yeah. Because, like, we obviously do experience stuff. I mean, obviously, like, our reactions and whatever are different. So when we sympathise with people, we only sympathise on how we experienced it. But say I went through something that they went through. Yeah. So, for example... um. When I got hit by a car, I was fine. Yeah. 
woke up, like it knocked me out. I came to, no issue. Uh, wasn't bothered when I was in hospital. And like, none of that kind of scared me. And I was back on a bike and cycling, like the second I could be on a bike and yeah. cycling. I've gone the exact same route where I got hit. There's the bit that I had to cycle down where I got hit. Yeah. Um, it's just, I've never, I've never had a problem with that. And there's been similar experiences where I've done it. But then equally, when people say somebody else went through the same thing as me. Yeah. And we're just like, I'm never getting on a bike again. Like, I, I don't understand this. My reaction is just like, you're a big baby. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Like, it's not going to happen again. Like, how many times, how many times have I cycled? Like, for me, like, how many times have I cycled that way and not been hit by a car? More times than I've been hit by a yeah. car. So it was like a one-off, you know? Doesn't bother me. It has never bothered me. Um, but then if somebody else, like, I think I was talking to my social worker about it and she said, are you still cycling to work? And I said, yes. And she went, are you taking a different route though now? And I was like, no. Yeah. And she just looked at me like, oh. And like, that's what I mean. So that is, which one's that one? I don't think that's either. Why would that be sympathy or empathy? So say somebody tells me that they've also been hit by I a car on their bike. Well, that's not being able to and they, sympathy. Say say we both then got on bikes okay. and they went to cycle and they just started the, freaking out. Okay, so say <laughs> someone says to you, um, say someone's crying and they say, my dog's just died. Yeah. If you feel sorry for them, right. that's sympathy. Right. If you feel sad because they're sad and you feel like the same sort of feelings because of that, that's empathy. So it's... Empathy is like oh. having the same emotion. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, I'm, I'm more, I, I, yeah, I still don't get it. So, like, sympathy, don't look it up. I'm going to have to. No, don't I'm look worried, it up. But what if I've got this all wrong? Well, it doesn't matter. It's just <laughs> okay. like, it's just a chat. Like, it doesn't matter. Okay. So, it seems to be whichever one's the one that they feel sad, so you feel sad. Yeah. That might be the one that people on the spectrum are more likely to have, I would have thought then. That were able to to copy. I think I am better at empathy than sympathy. I don't often feel... And sympathy is the one where you feel sorry for them. Yeah. So I... that's kind of what this, this episode's about, is is that one then. Yeah. Um, is the the ability to not care about that kind of thing, but like feeling sad when they feel sad, like, okay. Like that's, yeah. that's like a whatever reaction. But I feel like sympathy is like a choice. I think we're different. I would say that I'm better at empathising with people than you are. Right. Because um, I think... Uh, I think I try harder to uh, help other people. Maybe not help. I don't know. I would say I would say I, we're, di- we're different. But only a little bit. I don't think I'm great at it, but I definitely think that I do it more often than you do. Well, I've realised since we've started doing these episodes in general that initially I thought that mine and your Asperger's were very similar to each other. And I know everybody's got it uniquely and that kind of thing, but I know you have like some people have more traits or more things in common with others. Yeah. Um, But I've noticed as we've been going these on, I don't actually think ours is similar at all. Um, We have certain stuff, but like if you look like all the sensory stuff and that kind of thing, um, I think ours is completely different. And this is one of the things where we're different. I find it hard to feel anything towards anybody else's, uh, I don't know, like plight, suffering, whatever. Yeah. Like it's hard for me to, to do it. And I've tried. I've tried loads of times. Um, I've tried to to do it. So even though I thought this episode would be about are people on the spectrum selfish yeah. or is it just that's how we are? We're like, we're about self-preservation and contained. 
Um, it's kind of moving into the empathy sympathy thing, which I guess is the root of it. But like we're different in this sense because you can, um, I suppose, do that kind of thing. If someone was upset that you saw them, like for me, I try my best to ignore them. So when someone's upset or yeah. crying or that kind of thing, my initial reaction is uh, once I've noticed, which takes me a while, um, is to not go near them or ignore them because I know that um, I'm not the best at sympathizing. It, when people tell me stuff that I wouldn't consider something to be upset about, I start, I kind of go for like tough love straight away. Yeah. I try to get in there with the get over it. Yeah. Um, and I know it's not ideal, but that is how I start thinking. I just start thinking like, this isn't that big a deal. You're making a big deal out of nothing. Um, and it's why you rarely see me bothered or rarely see me upset about stuff or down or that kind of thing. Like it's because like it might be a which is the one where because they're feeling it you feel it oh my god which one's that, which one's that <laughs> one again god. empathy yeah right um so like i think my empathy is because i've been in the situation they've been in and i feel a certain way i think for me because of like when we talked about black and white thinking i think i think that because that's how I felt when that happened that's how they should feel when that yeah. happened and when they're differentiating from the thing that I'd felt they're not doing what I did when it happened to me. I think they're being ridiculous. Yeah. And then that makes me agitated and I'm not very sympathetic at all. I'm straight in there with the, um, this is not that big a problem. Worst things have happened to other people, yeah. you know. But then I can't think of anything that's ever happened to me in my life that would be bad. I mean, stuff that's happened is bad. But like, I haven't thought of anything that I've thought this was horrific, traumatizing. You know, I've I've never really got over it. Like, none of that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Everything that's happened to me, no matter what, I've taken it as whatever. Um. So I feel like everybody else should be doing that. And when they don't do that, it's wrong. But I think that's because that part of me thinks that that is how they should react, and that is how they're going to react. And then when they don't, I don't understand. Yeah. And I find myself getting like agitated with them because i don't understand and i think that's what it is i don't think it's out of choice it comes off as like heartless and uncaring but what i'm actually is i'm confused yeah and my confusion turns to like a agitation of not aggressive but i I can be quite like oh this again like are we still crying about your ex jesus yeah you know yeah does that make sense that does make sense am i not just rambling no that makes sense i get what you're saying and i won't ask you the difference between the two again never again okay never again yeah, I um, like I don't think I have loads of empathy, and I think a lot of the time I come across as quite cold. I get told I'm quite cold a lot, but I definitely, I think in my head I've got a what's right and what's wrong. And if someone's upset because something that I consider wrong has happened, then I'll uh, like I'll agree with them. Um, I also think there is like a a sort of selfishness to it of uh like say i am nice to someone when i don't want to be or like someone's upset and i'm trying to comfort them i would say that's more to do with a sort of i don't want to have to listen to them upset or i don't want to be really cold and then them be annoyed at me because that's too much hassle for me so i think there's that side to it as well which is kind of just a how will it benefit me but i definitely think there's a way that i uh try and 
understand people. So, like, for example, <laughs> um, I've been not on edge, but, like, it's been in the back of my head for ages when I told you that you need to listen to this song and I wanted you to listen to this song and you were like, no, I'll listen to it later. And we still haven't listened to it. But I also know that you don't like being told what to do and you hate, like, any sort of someone telling you what to do. So that's why I haven't done it, even though it's sort of been annoying me in the back of my head. Not, like, annoyed at you, just annoyed that it hasn't happened because I really want you to listen to it. But... I understand that you don't like being told what to do, so I would ne- like I never tell you what to do or try and like put you in that sort of way. So that's me trying to help you, I guess. Uh, I mean, I know what you're talking about. I mean, the reason <laughs> I didn't do it on the night you wanted me to do it was because we were at work. Yes. Um, <laughs> we I had other things to do. I had a plan for like getting out of there. And part of the plan was not listening to this track that night. Um, and that's, that's just, it's, it's kind of like, I can't do stuff unless people give me notice. I have my own plan. I have my own schedule. I have yeah. my own, here's what we're going to do. No, but However, I- when it's like, when we've got like a fix, we've got to be out of the store at this time. It yeah. was like, we had to be out at half eight. You were saying it at like five to eight. Like that's too late to be telling out add something into thinking. Yeah, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the fact that I have wanted, it's been <laughs> yeah. in the back of my head for a while. So that's something that I'd want to do for myself. But, but you I know, haven't like, made you do it because I know that you wouldn't want to be told what to do. So I guess in that sense, that's me doing something that is like not damaging me, but is... It's putting you before myself, I guess. Yeah, but like if, say, I mean, we could have done it yesterday. You know, like there's, you know, there's like times a day when we don't have anything planned and we're just. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to like get into the details of like the times of day planned, but this is just me saying. I'm just saying like, I'm just saying like, because it's obviously in your head and driving you mad about it. No, I know, but I don't want to go into like the when's a good time to do it or anything. I'm just saying that I guess this is uh, uh, me like this is a not selfish this is a selfless thing like it's a tiny thing it's a listening to like you know it's not i'm not like giving you money for a house or like it's not like a really selfless act or like giving you my last bit of bread like do do you know if i had no food to eat ever again like it's not something like that it's a tiny thing but i'm trying to think of times where i feel like i've put someone else before myself because that's i guess the ultimate unselfish thing to do is to yeah i suppose um i don't know i guess so kind of get what you mean okay i mean it's not like i don't do selfless acts yeah i do loads yeah but um it's just I still had to decide to do them, I guess. Um, so they still have to fit, like, the criteria. I feel like those on the spectrum live with... Well, live in, like, rules more so than NT people. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the routines, the schedules, the rules, and yeah. that kind of thing. We're not really, like, spontaneous people. 
we don't really just go, do you know what I fancy doing right now? Let's do this. Mm. It has to be like the right combination of stuff. There are stuff that I've done that is spontaneous and I have done things all of a sudden like, whatever, let's just do this. Yeah. But I feel like all the other criteria that controls what I do day to day was just right at the time that spontaneous, like spontaneity was yeah capable yeah do you know what I mean like so I feel like there's that so I think that's when the times when I do stuff that's selfless because it doesn't matter um and I can just get it in but like pick a pick a time where like everything's difficult nothing's going right everything's like down on like me and like you know what I mean like I'm like borderline like meltdown and that kind of thing I can't imagine at that point I would ever notice what's going on with anyone yeah. You know, like I feel like when things are easier and when you're more relaxed and when you're more at peace in the day, that's when you're more likely to pick up on what other people, what's going on with other people. Whereas yeah. I think like if all your burger stuff is like all on you at the same time, I don't think I'd notice like anybody else existed when yeah. that stuff's happening. Like it's so like overwhelming. You know, it so like overpowers you that I I think I sometimes can't even hear people talking to me when yeah. I'm like in like deep thoughts. And like, this is what I'm saying. Like it, it kind of, you can't break away from that. And even though you are trying to like do things for other people, I think like you said, like when everything's right and when everything's okay, that's when you're able to yeah. empathize or sympathize with someone. Um, but think about like when everything's on you, when you're having like the same recurring thoughts over and over again, yeah. like when you're massively ruminating, when things have gone wrong, when you're bothered about something, like, do you even notice anyone's like there, anyone's talking to you? Like, or do you just yeah. go in yourself and then like, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, and like, especially if I'm in the state of just thinking about my own thing and like, if I am in this state of like bordering on meltdown thinking about other stuff if someone asked me to do something at that moment there's no way I'm doing it I'd say no I'd tell them um and also like I can say I can say really horrible things if I feel like wronged so it's it comes across as selfish and I guess it is but it's almost yeah in that moment I don't care about anybody but myself like I if I'm about to have a meltdown because something's messed with me, like, I, I don't know if I've told the story on here before. I think I have, but when I went to the hairdressers and the hairdresser, I'm bad with going to the hairdressers anyway. Like, I hate it. It's one of it's one of the things where I really find it difficult to not seem autistic. Like, I, I hate going to the hairdressers. Um yeah. Like even thinking about it like puts me on edge. But I went to the hairdressers. I had had the same hairdresser for sort of three years. But I used to go around her house. And when I went around her house, that was fine. I didn't have an issue with going to the hairdressers. I knew her really well. She'd been a family friend for years. It was in her house. It was nice. She moved to a hair salon. And I was coping with it. I'd been like twice to this hair salon. I didn't like it. I didn't like having other people around. Um, but I knew her. And that was okay. Then I booked another appointment with her. I went to go to the appointment and she changed. She was off ill or something. So she just changed my appointment without telling me because I would have just rebooked for when she was back. Uh, but she'd put me with another woman in this salon that I didn't know and I didn't like. I didn't like the woman that did my hair. We It ended up being really horrible. The woman wasn't very nice uh, to me and I ended up just leaving. Um, I got home 
had a massive meltdown where I smashed so much stuff. Um, and my uh, boyfriend at the time, like I was, he just didn't know what to do. Like I'd smashed everything in my, in the room that I was in and was crying, was screaming. Um, and then I, my sister came home and I was talking to my sister about the woman and I was saying that the only reason that it's acceptable that she was off this day is if someone really close to her died and I hope she was that I was being really horrible like the things I was saying were horrible things of like I hope that like someone a really close family member's died and I hope she's like never cutting hair again because it's the only reason she can't have done my hair and that was really selfish yeah um and like horrible things to say but it's because I was in this just meltdown state of just so much like stress. And yeah, I wasn't thinking about anyone else but myself in that moment of how I felt wronged when like, you know, something horrible might have happened to her and that wouldn't be nice. But yeah, so I I would say that's, you're right. Like when you're in that state, no one else really matters to you. Like it was all about how I felt. Yeah. Um, Which isn't like a good thing, but... But, like, it's not like you could have controlled it. Yeah, because, like, now when I look back at it, I say, like, that was that was horrible. Um, I didn't say it to her, luckily. I just said it to my sister, um, which I'm glad about. But, yeah, like, when I look back, what a horrible way to behave. And I can look back at it and say, like, that was very selfish of me. But in that moment, I didn't feel like I was being selfish. I felt like I was being right. And all I could think about was my own stress my own i like upsetness so i think especially when you are in that sort of meltdown state yeah you can be quite uh self-centered yeah like i think i'm only this is what i'm saying like i think i'm only open to to other people when everything is balanced like yeah asperger wise yeah um when it's not it, it it doesn't matter what's going on with other people. I wouldn't be able to help them, focus on them, that kind of thing. You know, like, if someone is upset and you can tell they're visibly upset, but there's something bothering you. You know, yeah. there's something been bothering you all day. Like, you just can't stop, like, thinking about this one thing, but you've noticed that somebody else is upset because, like, it's the only thing that's bothering you. So yeah. you picked up on it because they're, like, visibly, like, it's obvious. Like, have you ever tried to talk to someone? when you're thinking about the thing you're thinking about and then try to go and help them. Like, it's impossible. Like, you yeah, cannot right. concentrate the whole time you're talking to them. Like, you're not really listening. And it seems it seems worse, because obviously for the NT person, you've gone over there to help them, but it they, I think it's visibly obvious that you're not really listening. I definitely think there's time... Yeah, like, the... Like, if someone, for example, if someone's coming to you and they're crying and they're saying oh my boyfriend's just broken up with me if there's something in my head that's bothering me I think yeah so what your boyfriend's broken up with you I didn't manage to get my routine done this morning and there's that sort of like in my head I don't say it out loud but that's what I'm thinking there is this part of me that's listening to why they're upset but thinking but I've got this going on this is worse because this is my thing yeah yeah I'd say there's that but then I also think the reason or for me like some of the reason that comes across is because uh so say I'd gone into work and someone has come up to me and is moaning about uh they didn't get the days off they wanted this week and I'm upset because I 
went to Audi and there wasn't bananas and I had bananas on my list. If they're moaning about their days off, I think to myself, like, I would never come into work and moan to everyone else about the bananas. It's just going to bother me in my own head all day. All day I'm going to deal with it, but I deal with it myself. So when someone comes to me and starts moaning about their issues, I think that they're being selfish for trying to bring it on everyone else because... Like, we're quite close and I'll talk to you if something's bothering me sometimes. Yeah. But I I never bring up my problems with other people. Um. So when other people do it to me, I do often think, like, why are you doing it? It's selfish for you to put your problems on me. Which I understand for NT people it isn't. But that's just the way I see it. Like, I always find it very odd when someone wants to talk about how upset they are to people that aren't really close yeah like if you did it to me it wouldn't be a problem because i think that's like a sort of a thing we've established between each other that we can unload on each other almost but i i just don't think it's okay when it's someone that i haven't established that sort of relationship with yeah yeah um i suppose but then it kind of is similar in the sense of like have you ever had friends that actually see you as a really close friend but you have no idea and you think it's just some person you know yeah and then it turns out that they think you're a close friend so I've had that where people come and talk to you about their problems because they see you as like a a close friend but I didn't realize that that's how they see me yeah um so sometimes you're not being picked like out at random like they're not just going like oh I'm just gonna pick her because she's there and she looked at me um they see you as something more than you're not but like that that that's you know that's like that's something else completely that's just like a side thought I've had yeah but yeah if you're thinking about the same thing over and over again so say um you know like how I leave my flat sometimes and think I've left my front door open yeah even though it's never happened uh but I sometimes do if I haven't done the thing where I go back home and check and just decide that I'm just going to go to work or I have the thought that I've left something on while I'm already at work or somewhere else and I know there's no way I can come back it's all I'm thinking about yeah like it's it's every other thought is what about my front door so say like then somebody else is coming over to me and talking to me about like their problem issue you know breakup whatever um they're talking but all i'm thinking is i must have closed it why i i've always closed it it's going to be closed why do i think it's open yeah nothing's going to be stolen nothing's going to go in there i've got like insurance and whatever so who cares if it does get stolen (laughs) and like that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah. it can be replaced. It's just stuff. Like, I won't have left it open anyway. Like, yeah. I never do. And then I try and visualize in my head closing <laughs> the door. I'm just like, no, I know I remember doing this. And then I did that. I must have closed it. <laughs> did I close it? The whole time someone's telling me like, oh, and then he did this. And then yeah. he left me because of this. And then as they finish talking, I just sort of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, sometimes what? Sorry. Um do you know what I mean? Like, and it just looks like I don't care. Yeah. Um, like, I've just not been listening. I mean, I haven't, but like, not for the reasons they think. They think I've not listened because um, I just couldn't be bothered to listen. Yeah. But really, it's because I genuinely tried, but like, there's something else in there. But say, like, I've done everything right and everything's okay and everything's fine. And I got, you know, I know I closed my door and everything's working. Then, if that person came and talked to me, like, I genuinely be listening yeah uh and then would be able to to do stuff but then obviously like you said i would put myself in their shoes and just think yeah i've been broken up i've been in relationships that broke up and in every relationship that i've broken up in like i 
I have not bothered. You know, it's, yeah. it's not that I haven't been bothered, but like I've taken it well. I've not been upset about it. There hasn't been like a period after where I've been upset about it. It hasn't been on my mind because all of mine have been like mutual and, you know, they were relationships that ran their course, whatever. Yeah. So I just assume that's my only frame of reference to what it's like. Yeah. I've never broken up with someone for like cheating on you or like they just decided they want out, but you had, you didn't see it coming. coming that's yeah. never happened. So then when they're like crying and upset and like I can't stop thinking about him and this is there, I then like have to pull on my own experience and my own experiences. Who cares? Like, yeah. you know, like I'm sure like if, if I just say stuff like it just obviously wasn't meant to be or yeah. these things happen or do you know what I mean? And then it just seems like equally I don't care. Yeah. So like I'm in trouble either yeah. way when people come to me with like emotional stuff because like my my reaction to pretty much everything is the same. I just go, OK, fine. Um, so I just assume everybody else needs to behave that way. And when they don't behave that way, I have to try and logically try and figure out why they're behaving the way they're behaving because I have no reference. So yeah. I have to just try and figure out what the problem is. And sometimes my logic is they're just too emotional or my problem is that like they just aren't like good at dealing with stuff like and I always go for like negative connotations of yeah. nothing says to me they just really like this person and they didn't want the relationship to end and they're mourning the loss of their relationship that for me doesn't make any sense I start seeing them as just a little bit weaker than other people yeah. because of the way they've reacted um and yeah, it adds to the, I don't care, you know, like this is, this is one of those things that's like people that know me think about me is I'm not really bothered about other people's like issues, but when I think about it, it's got nothing to do with that. It's not like I'm consciously choosing not to be interested in other people's problems. However, if I've got a problem um, and I've chosen to talk to somebody about it, I want them to listen. Yeah. And I want them to have a solution. And if their solution is like wishy-washy, cliched like stuff, I just get annoyed. Yeah. I just think like, well, why did I bother? You know, so like it's it's odd. But like, I suppose if you take away the Asperger's and I explained that's how I am to people but never said I'm on the spectrum, I guess that comes off as like selfish or self-absorbed or like that kind of thing. Um, You know, but... I thinking about it, I'm fully aware of the fact that it's it's got everything to do with the, the Asperger's. But, you know, people aren't aware of that. And it's one of those aspects that people don't understand. Like those that know stuff about autism that aren't on the spectrum, this is one of those things that they don't know is a thing. You know, they, they know the basics. They know the things they've seen on Google or documentaries on telly or, you know, my friend's niece's friend yeah has asperger's and that means that she can't you know she has to do this you know what i mean like so people don't know this stuff about me this is just one of those things that i do and people don't see it as asperger related they they see it as i am just you know yeah um Old. yeah yeah and like because i present quite normal as well it's it's more difficult in a sense because people forget I've got it a lot so people that talk to me or talk to me regularly forget that I'm on the spectrum altogether yeah like some people just completely forget you know sometimes it gets mentioned and then they go oh yeah you are aren't you um so like there's a lot of stuff I do that people don't go spectrum um they just go he's this you know that's just yeah. how he is he's too self-absorbed he doesn't care um 
Whereas there's times where things I do that aren't spectrum related at all. Yeah. And they go, oh, it's because he's autistic. So like, I, you know what I mean? Like for me, like it's, it's hard for me to win in general. Um, you know, and like in your case, I guess it's completely different because nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows that we know about you and your potential diagnosis. So I don't know. Like I've tried to use it as my diagnosis as a blanket to explain the things I do that aren't considered normal and the things that might make me appear selfish or, you know, unfeeling. I figured like get the diagnosis out there. People won't think I'm selfish anymore or won't think that I only care about me. Um, It hasn't worked because, you know, you still have to have awareness. It's all right telling somebody you've got something, but if they don't know what that thing is, it's irrelevant, you know? Yeah. Um, with me, well, with a lot of ex-boyfriends or friends of mine, I've definitely, with situations like that where I've meant to be care, like caring, I've just had a lot of response of, you just don't care. Yeah. Um, especially ex-boyfriends, you know, if there's things that, um, things in the relationship that they're not happy with or something like that, there's a lot of time where it's just, it seems like you don't care. And that's kind of is it's kind of irritating to me, especially if I feel like I've been really trying um, and the response I'm getting is it just seems like you don't care. Then I'm just annoyed because I think, well, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't understand. Um, I get I don't know that I think I think you're right. I think a lot of with me, it's either if I've had the thing happen to me before and I've reacted in a certain way, I expect other people to react in that way. And if they don't then I think that there's something wrong with them so like especially there's something that happened to me that I think a lot of people get upset about so with this particular thing if I ever see it happen to someone and they behave in a way that's worse than me I definitely am really probably quite cold and uncaring about it or at least that's how I come across because I think now I can I've got experience in this and I was okay so you should definitely be okay and I think there are things that happen that generally are considered not as bad as that but I have no experience with so if someone is reacting really badly to it I think ah maybe that's just what happens when you go through that so I think um I think there is an element to that because I know that I can be really cold if it's something that I've experienced um and I've been okay with it. But then again, there are things that I've experienced that other people wouldn't be bothered by, but I've been really upset about or I've been dramatic about. Um, Eva, have you ever told those things to someone? So if someone notices you're visibly upset and say it's an Asperger thing, so say it is something as like that people or somebody else would consider trivial, but because you're on the spectrum, it, uh, it isn't. Yeah. Um, have you ever then openly gone to someone that's NT and told them that's why you're no. upset? No, like you've seen me upset about things that are silly or considered silly. Yeah, but I get but, it. Yeah, but yeah, I I 
don't under like a big thing for me is not understanding why people are airing their problems i don't do it i i if something's really bothering me or i'm like say i have to go to work but something really bad has happened i don't come into work and tell everyone and i know for some people that's like a, a almost like a coping mechanism and i have learned to understand that that's a thing that nt people do to make them feel better but to me i just think they're being attention seeking and that's what my mind goes to all the time and that might be really unfair but I think because I am a really private person and don't share my problems with everyone, it's just what my brain tells me. It's almost like my brain goes, well, it must be attention seeking because I wouldn't get any comfort out of other people. So they can't be doing it for comfort. I think it's, yeah, I think that's the sort of not being able to understand why they're doing it thing. Um, yeah. For sure. And I definitely, it definitely yeah it's it's difficult i wouldn't say that people on the spectrum are selfish i would say people on the spectrum just have a different way of viewing the world so it what might appear selfish to nt people is actually just the way we are however there's things that nt people do like i say going around and sharing your problems with people mm. that i would consider selfish like i think it's selfish to bring your bad mood onto other people or share these problems and try and make other people have to deal with your problems that to me is selfish yeah like disrupting your day with yeah the, yeah, yeah, yeah like i i almost consider it like a personal attack and it's it's not and i'm aware now that i talk about it that it's not but if i go into work and uh someone has had a bad morning and they're telling me all about it to me, I'm like, why are you trying to ruin my day? This, yeah. And I get annoyed because I think this is unfair. I have had a really good morning. My routine's gone really well. I want to go to work, get work done, go home. And I've planned this lovely thing for the evening. And you're coming here and trying to ruin my day. And that's kind of, yeah. So I, I think um, I think maybe neither of them are selfish. It's just a different way of viewing the world. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, actually. So how I've always said that it's like um, it's you're on the spectrum, but you're living in a world that has like NT rules yeah. and everyone's been raised to the NT rules and how everything works in the NT ways. Yeah. I guess we can only be deemed selfish to the neurotypical definition of selfish. Yeah. But yeah, everything's different. So like we we are living, yeah, like I say, we're, we're having to follow like I guess the the rules of something that we don't fully understand. Um, so yeah, that's probably it. We're probably not. Maybe we're not at all. It's just we are in comparison to what's deemed the actual definition of the word selfish. But the word selfish and what selfish is has obviously been made up by someone. I guess that was neurotypical, and it's you just taught that's what it is. You know, like as you're growing up in school, this is what selfishness is. But yeah. like when you're on the spectrum selfishness to you is not that it's something else so yeah. yeah that's that's yeah that probably makes sense that's probably like we're not it's just if you measure us by the neurotypical way of doing things it can be seen that way yeah i think it would like if anyone has any thoughts about this i would be really interested to hear how other people uh what other people think about this and if they've got like a different way of doing things because i think like I mean, I always feel like at the end of a podcast, we've just rambled uh, and then I listen back and it sounds all right. But with this one, um, I, I kind of feel like it was rambly, but like not in a negative way. Like I'm not upset with how we did this. I actually quite liked it, but I'd definitely be interested to hear other people's opinions because 
this might be uh, for NT people listening. It would be interesting to hear their perspective and also other people on the spectrum to hear their perspective because we, I feel like we have only got our one view um, and it might, yeah. it definitely might be different for other people out there because like you say, there are some people on the spectrum who actually have the opposite thing and feel everything everyone's going through. There is that side, isn't there, where you've got too much, too much empathy almost. So it'd be interesting if, uh, just to hear other perspectives uh, to our ones. I just, uh, I think it's really, I think it's really interesting. I definitely think that actually what the sort of conclusion we've come to at the end of we're just living in an NT version of Selfish. I think that's a really interesting yeah, um, at it. somebody told me that they like listening to the podcasts because they have children that are on the spectrum and it's nice to understand like what they might be thinking or going through. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this podcast is one of those because it, it kind of explains when they do stuff that may be considered selfish or like only in it for themselves. It's not. Um, there'll be other reasons why they've done that way yeah i yeah I, I don't think i think about myself all the time about everything um but i know i have to do things a certain way if i want to get through the day yeah you know so um i have to stick to that uh and that's how it is which does come off as we're doing everything my way and that's that yeah uh there'll be no arguing about that um that is how it is um which yeah if you think about that that does sound like if you weigh that with the neurotypical like way of measuring that that just sounds like yeah. I'm, I'm stubborn and i only want to do things that i want to do and i don't want to do things that everybody else wants to do but really it's just because if i don't like it's it's way it's it's way worse if i don't stick to it like yeah. what will happen if we don't stick to it has a massive like effect on everything and if you're around me like it doesn't just have an effect on me it will have a knock-on effect with everyone else like we're talking right at the start with like my anger meltdowns and like agitation and that kind of thing it will lead to that yeah um and i'll become disruptive and i won't want to but when you become then overwhelmed with the thoughts of like the unbalance of not doing things that you were supposed to do and not doing the things you wanted to do or planned to do for the day. And these things aren't just because that's how it is. It's because if I don't do things a certain way and if I don't do things the way I, I plan to do them, I won't be able to do them at all. Yeah. Uh, and it's a case of like having to function in like normal society anyway. Yeah. So I've had to make these like rules and routines and schedules up to do it. So if they change... I will become like annoyed, agitated, um, you know, and then that can be perceived as stubborn and it looks like I'm just kicking off because I'm not getting things my way. Um, but it's it's got nothing to do with just like being like a spoiled brat about stuff. It's because then what happens is it messes with my thought processes. It messes with the order I do things. I found that I start making mistakes um, because of like my sensory stuff with like dyspraxia and that kind of thing. I found I become clumsy. I mean, you probably even noticed it with me that once I'm disrupted, I start dropping stuff a yeah, lot or like tripping over things. But that sort of uh, snowballs it because yeah. then you're already annoyed. It's like there's a there's times where I've seen you drop things just. Uh, 
like everything's fine but you've dropped something and you've been like ah whatever and then you've cleaned it up but then i've also seen you when you're annoyed you've then dropped something and it's just added to your annoyance yeah i've definitely noticed that yes yeah, so i say like i'm then that agitation because something changed that day i'm dropping stuff which is making me realize i'm annoyed yeah. and i drop something else i'm annoyed then i kick something that i didn't yeah. see was there and then someone wants to tell me how upset they are like uh, yeah. at that point I'm just like go away like I what are you doing like I don't need this right now and then yeah then it just it gets out of hand um but like at face value if you just watch me behave that way I just look like I'm proper rude yeah um and proper like nasty towards people yeah. um and yeah it's just it's one of those things like and it it just takes one thing to go wrong for that to happen so you know, the re- I have to do everything a certain way because if I don't, it it will do that. Uh, and then, yeah, things just go wrong from that point on. I can't focus. I can't do stuff properly. I start trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. You try and like get your thoughts together and everything's really out of balance. So, yeah, at that point, I don't notice anyone. And all I'm trying to do is get things back a certain way. So, so if someone says to me, oh, shall we do this? I just tend to be like, no, we're doing yeah. this. This is what we're doing. This is what we've agreed to. This is what's happening. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just trying to like restore like the equilibrium back to the day before it gets any worse. Um, but yeah, on a, on the neurotypical like measurement of that, I'm just being selfish and want to do everything I want to do because I don't care about what anybody else wants. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's quite a nice I find it actually quite comforting to think of it that way because one thing I really hate uh, is the feeling that I'm being selfish. So to put it into this sort of perspective actually makes me feel yeah almost better because I, yeah, I, I hate the idea of uh, selfishness. Like I wouldn't want to be considered that, but there are times where I think that that could be how I'm coming across sort of un- unwillingly. Yeah, I like I like this sort of thing. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is it. Yes. We are out of time. Out of time. Time is up. Yes. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening again. Yes. Is that how it's pronounced? Listening? I believe so, yes. Yeah, that is that is definitely how I've learned 100%. to say that word. And we will speak to you next week. But, yeah, definitely feel free to write into us, message us on the page, join the group if you want. Um, you can always talk to other people in the group. But, yeah, definitely... We like hearing from you. Uh, we'll get back to the people that we haven't gotten back to already. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, we're still on Twitter. Uh, I will put Instagram back on today at some point. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> um, if I get a chance, I will reopen it. Well, it's not. It's not closed. It's just not there. I keep forgetting that it's not there. So I'll put it back and then put stuff back on there. But yeah, that is everything for this week thanks again everyone thank you very much uh and yeah bye